0: But business with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cosmic Voice. This is Season 3, Episode 12. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. Hello, hello, hello. And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back, everyone, to another show. Chris, my good man, how are you?
1: I'm doing awesome,
0: brother. I really am. How about yourself? I am fantastic. 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 And really? I, I, I could just simply say because I'm getting one day closer to Christmas, but I know people are tired of it, but it's the truth. <laughs> I'm one day, each day, closer to Christmas.
1: Uh, yes. Yes, you are. How many, uh, how many Hallmark movies have you watched up to this point?
0: A lot. Enough. Enough that <laughs> enough that the average person would be satisfied for the holiday season, but not me, not at all. Are you
1: watching brand new ones or reruns? Like, are they playing
0: both? Brand new ones? Yeah, they they've started brand both. new ones, okay. absolutely. Okay. And I, you know, and listen, if you're really involved in it or you really care, even after Christmas, all year, every Friday night they play a Christmas movie. See, so oh, is that right? That's right at eight o'clock. So you know where I'm at Friday nights, unless I'm at a show or you know taping this show. I mean, there. listen, there's some that I go, oh, yeah, I want to see this one, or I haven't seen it that often. Or, and then one's like, oh, man, I must have watched that like 80 times last year. So, you know what I mean? You can kind of, and it could can, can be on in the background, and you're doing other stuff, but it's, it's you know, it's there. It's, it's there. And then, you know, of course, I have my Christmas in July. We talked about that as well. So yep, yep, there's yep, some exciting yep. stuff about that. And they actually had a couple new ones last, you know, past July. So. But, yeah, I remember you saying But, you know, I mean, hey, listen, this is still your, you know, the fall harvest moon and, you know, people still throwing pumpkins around at other people on fire and stuff.
1: I know. I know. I'm excited.
0: I know. You're very excited.
1: I am excited. Yeah. Scary time.
0: I get the the pumpkins. We carve them out, you know, and we make, uh, you know, pumpkin pie and pumpkin bread and stuff like that. Unfortunately, the pumpkins, I mean, they're really cool, but they just never last that long. They start, yeah, yeah, they start they rotten know. real quick, but, you know, we throw some candles in. One year, I actually got smaller pumpkins, and I painted on them so I could get longer life out of them. The smaller ones, you know, are much thicker, harder, and you can get much thicker and harder. Now, if James was here, that would be a joke that that'd be we couldn't get any further. <laughs> and it would be, you know, because he wouldn't have let me—it wouldn't have slipped by him that I said it. Yeah, 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 even though know, that James wasn't my intent, but that's—yeah, you see where it goes. It's all ball and cock jokes at that point. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, but I but I painted up. I did uh, three ninjas, three different ninjas, and it was kind of cool. You know, like with the different faces, like those um, those Lego ninjas. What are I don't even know what they're oh, okay, called. Nin- yeah. Whatever the uh, ninja, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. That's for the younger crowd that listens to us, um, <laughs> n- not for the older crowd. So, anyway, anything else going on with you? No, brother, nothing
1: at all, man. Just, you know, enjoying this time and getting close to Halloween. And Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Love it.
0: Awesome. Love it. Awesome. All right, well, tonight's show, we are looking ahead. The new norm in the music industry. What does it mean for artists? The new norm in the music industry. What does it mean for artists? Before we go any further, just a small disclaimer. Not like it makes any difference. But this is just our opinion based on our experience and what we're experiencing right now and kind of projecting as what may continue to happen if things stay the way they are and keep expanding, right? As we continue to project forward. Also, this all could change because this is all conjecture. By the time this show airs or before the end of the year, I mean, the other shoe could drop and then we're back into standing in line for toilet paper and bread. We don't know. And also, the other thing is, is this has nothing to do with are you vaccinated? Aren't you vaccinated? Should we wear a mask? Shouldn't we wear a mask? Did you vote Democrat? Did you vote Republican? It has nothing to do with that. This is, again, based on experience before during and after and even at present right now because both chris and i are doing our best with our bands to play out and you know get things moving again in that forward momentum get it back on track so to speak so things could be completely different by the first of the year or by the you know whatever so just kind of leave it up to that we're just throwing some things out there and seeing what uh seeing what we come up with so what do you think buddy i mean How's it affecting the artist? Like, what, what's this new norm? Though I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that. You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that term. But what what do you, how are you seeing it out there?
1: Well, you know, I, I'm going to go back a little bit. You know, when uh, last year in 2020, when the world kind of came to a stop, you know, and you and I have said this on previous shows, that it really put, the music industry at our level. I'm only going to talk about our level because I can't really talk. I mean, I can assume the higher levels. Your Kiss, your metalicas etc. I'm only going to talk about our level. That I kind of looked at it like, wow, we're all pretty much on a clean slate. Like we're all on the same level now. For the bands that survived COVID, uh, or well, we're still dealing with COVID, but for the bands that you know survived the the long shutdown. And um, up till even today, you know, I I looked at like we're all on the same level now. We're all on the same, you know, playing field because we all experienced the same thing. And some of us were busy. Some of us were not. Well, guess what? Now we're all started from scratch. So back then, I kind of looked at it as a positive thing. We're all going to kind of get back out there that new bands are kind of going to emerge. And, uh, you know, new ad, maybe I don't want to say new attitudes. That's probably not the right word. New, uh, new inspirations, Uh, You know, I was going to hope come out of it. Now we're in 2021. And, you know, man, I got to be honest. I'm not, I'm really not liking what I'm, what I'm experiencing. Venues shut down. You and I had a conversation last week off the air. Promoters changed. You know, clubs have now taken over new staff. So the people that we got to work with are, we're really starting anew. You know what I mean? Like when I said we were going to all be on the same level and start from scratch. Well, that is 100% true because, some of the venues that we both frequent don't have the same people working there so now we really got to build up that same reputation that we had before you know to me mick and i know you've been playing out more regularly than i have as of late it's gotten harder man there's you know there's not a lot of venues that have opened back up and not even because of the mandatories whatevers it's more or less just um you know staffing issues or they just couldn't survive and i don't know man I, you know i was under the impression that the, that the scene would come out on top and um i kind of have a different outlook on it now that we're in 2021 and kind of getting back into some kind of uh, normalcy of of at least up to this point so in terms of like playing out live I, I i really uh i'm really i'm really bummed about the way that that it's kind of looking right now it, It got really, really... It was hard then. Now it's really even harder. And also, too, you know, all the bands that did survive were all trying to find gigs. And now that there's less bars and all these bands, everybody... It's getting harder to book. You know, that's another issue, too.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. It is... It's a brave new world, right? So to speak. Yeah. There is a whole crop of new people. People that you had started to build a rapport with, a comfort level with, um, a good business relationship with, uh, a lot of them are gone. Uh, gone to yeah. the point that yeah. I don't hear anything. Like They've just disappeared completely. And that's non-musician people. They're just yeah. people that yeah. helped the music industry function on the other side. The booking, the, the management, the promotions, the whatever. There was a lot of promotional people that just kind of disappeared. Um, Which I'm kind of surprised at, but I guess because, again, last year in 2020, when things shut down, there was no shows, right? And a lot of bands, I mean, my band included, we counted on playing out live. I mean, we loved, we did it, we enjoyed doing it, we would do it as often as we can, we would, you know, we had, you know, again, you know, for those that aren't aware, we were in the U.K., when all the when the shutdown happened we are we had to cancel a tour we had to find a flight back home it was a bit of a touch and go there about not getting stuck in the UK for months on end you know before everything was just kind of borders were just shut so a lot of the pr people were like well our bands don't have anything to promote do you know what i mean because yeah you know if you weren't writing material at that time and you were primarily playing out or you're primarily playing out band well, then they had nothing to do, so a lot of these guys just, you know, kind of went the wayside. Which I am going to say, in a personal opinion, there is some people that I am glad that aren't no longer around because they didn't yeah. do a good job, or they 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 were taking advantage of bands, or they created bad reputations yep. all around. Not only for their peers, but also for some of the bands that they were representing because uh, yeah, it, it just wasn't a bad, you know. And you know, of course, then venues there was no venues playing anyone playing anywhere, so everybody went to the to the online streaming thing, the best that you could do. And I know there's bands still doing that. And a lot of the bands that I interview from overseas, that's still a primary outlet for them, especially those ones that are in some obscure places. And, you know, there was maybe only one or two venues in their town or within a certain mile radius. So they're still kind of, you know, taking advantage of, of the Facebook thing and, or doing stuff on YouTube or, um, you know, doing whatever they can to keep keep themselves Uh, connected to their audience but here in the states as things have opened up and we've had some different levels of opening up right like I mean some states take a little longer some venues have just went you know okay here we go we're back to doing what we do and then other places that we're having bands and stuff still haven't gotten back 100% or they've taken a different route. Like one place that I'm not going to name any names or areas, but one venue that we would play quite often, maybe once or twice a year, but that we played once or twice a year for the last 10 years, they haven't brought back full bands. They've either brought back solo or uh, acoustic duos, so they could lessen. They can lessen the the crowd or the entire, I'm not I'm not totally sure on that. Like what? Like where's the the thought? But I guess they have a better control over something. I, I don't know. They're thinking maybe maybe too many people will come out. I don't know. Or the fact that you know they're still trying to keep a certain number at the bar, say, or they're understaffed and they figure smaller maybe kind of background music, but it's live. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you were saying, with getting back into the swing, either the venues don't exist, and or the people that book those venues or book shows, they're no longer there. So we're, we're yeah. making new contacts. We're basically starting from scratch where you have to, you know, demonstrate who you are, what you've done. Pe- people are unaware of you. You know, again, some of these people that are taking over the helm or the reins, so to speak, they may have no real prior experience. They're just someone yep. who's willing to take a chance. Maybe they have a pulse and could and have reliable transportation. You know, sometimes that's all you need. You need to be able to breathe yeah, and yeah. have a car. Yeah. The job's yours. The yeah. job's um, yours. Yeah, Drive. the job's yours. This is Steven Pearson from Rat, the Rat
1: Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice.
0: I know you've experienced it too. There's some venues that are requiring a bunch of stuff from both the vans yeah. and the and the yeah. patrons. And then there's yeah. other venues I played where you wouldn't have thought that there was a pandemic anywhere. Yeah. It was yeah. just, it was a, you know. This yeah. a, a, is normal. Yeah a, recent, uh, yeah, a recent show that my band played, the place was packed. I did not expect yeah. it. It completely took me off guard. But there was no restrictions. There was no, nothing about anything. Again, you didn't know, you know, the hardest thing was finding parking. It just, You know what I mean? The hardest thing was finding parking. And it was a good night. You know what I mean? I mean, it was a good night. Everyone enjoyed themselves and as it should be. And we're building new relationships for sure. And I think as we go forward as artists, as bands, I think you need to be prepared for that. So this is, to me, that leveling that you talked about. And I agree with you because I felt the exact same way. I think... At all levels, everybody was kind of leveled out on their whatever level they are, right? Because right. everybody was right. shut down. Now, again, like you said, we can't really speak about the high echelon artists. But at the same time, no, they weren't doing shows either. Yeah, but they, they, they had doing, an yeah, audience. Yeah, they they weren't going yeah. to lose their audience. Their audience, right. they've had an audience for 30, 40, 50 plus years, um, even 20. You know, that audience would probably still be there when all yeah. this was over. And we talked about that in several shows. It's for that independent, in-the-trench artist where, you know, you're always trying to fight for an audience because your audience is constantly waning back and forth, disappearing, getting, right? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And the, is- the issue is also, too, is that, you know, we've spent so many months not doing anything that, um, you know, some of the people have kind of gotten used to not...
0: Hearing about you.
1: In, in bands. Yeah. Yeah, or even, yeah, hearing about shows or, you know, just not being, uh, you know, kind of falling out of the scene and just not having that interest to get back in it. So, I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other level.
0: Yeah, I mean, one or two weeks, a couple months is one thing. I mean, you talk, you know, a year, a year and a half. Well, you've already started a whole new, you could start a whole new life. And yeah. that life yeah. doesn't include going out anymore, right? Yeah. Yep. We, yep. People got so used to what... I mean, if you watch television commercials and see how things are... Set, there's no touch, no interaction. Everything is like you could do everything on an app. I recently stayed at a hotel. I didn't even have to go to the desk. Everything could have been done on the app. Yep. The key, yep. I didn't need a key. I didn't need yep. anything. Didn't, I didn't key, have yep. to talk yep. to anybody. And it it's seeming that's where the world is going. However, with, with bands and, and performances... There's still, that, there's still that interaction, so it's going to have to yeah. be there. So, I, again, we just have to be prepared that this is what we have to do. We have to make new relationships build. But to me, that's a great starting point because you can start fresh. You can change your approach. You can fix yep. things that maybe weren't working before. You avoid the things that weren't definitely weren't working before. As new venues do open up, or new new management and/or new talent buyers start to appear, this is an opportunity to create a new branding for yourself. Hit it in a yeah. different fashion, right? And if you've been doing it for a while, just let experience be your guide, right? I mean, we know. Yep. Listen. Innately, as human beings, we know the difference between right and wrong, unless there's something wrong with us, right? Psychologically, right, right. emotionally, spiritually. However, but the average person, they say even kids know the difference between right and wrong. There's always something yeah. they're telling, right? We just choose to do one or the other. Well, try to avoid the things that you knew were problem areas before. Make a new go at it. You know, if you have to change your logo change your look, change your sound, change your approach, change your EPAC. Right? Remember, we talked about updating. It's all this, you know... It's a restart, maybe a reset, but for some of you guys that have been around for a while and you have some experience, it's just maybe a retooling or a rebranding, yeah. right? A yeah. re, a, re, yeah. a new presentation, a grand reopening, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I've embraced it. I really have. I, I'm still a little, it's still catching me off guard because, you know, you get, you go for what, the, you know, what you're used to, but then you're, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. It's not that, okay. You know, I have to take it this way. But, you know, be polite and be willing to work with the people. And again, if you've been around a while and, listen, they ask for a video, well, you send them a video. Bitch about it in private to yourself. But just say, okay, here it is. Here's my e-pack. Provide as much information as you can to them so maybe they don't have to ask. Right. Give them right. give them good right. links so they can immediately go check. OK, yeah, these guys have been here before. Maybe not with me, but, you know, OK, they seen the this and that and that stuff, again, like we talked about all along, it goes a long way. And when you're starting up new relationships, I mean, what better way than come out, you know, with your best foot forward, right? Yeah, with your best sure. chord, you start yeah, you start the, sure. you should be starting that set out with your best song or one of your best songs yeah. that's going to draw the people in and you got to end with your good song. You know what I mean? You got to keep it. So it's the same thing, man. Where it's going, you know, I mean, again, we're, we're surmising, we're, we're making our own projections or predictions based on our experience. I think that, well, here's the thing. Some of the venues that I originally talked to in spring when everybody was getting ready to open up, you know, here in on the East Coast and all, they were like, Oh, we're gonna do some things different. We got rid of some, some baggage yeah. people. We're doing this, we're doing that, we're gonna start caring for the bands. Well, at that time, not a lot of like not a lot of major acts were booking yet. Everybody was kinda of waiting. It was like this little there was a couple bands that were out there going, Okay, we're just gonna take advantage of it. They were actually yeah. the smart yeah. ones. They got on yeah. board before people, you know, and that's the you know, you get a Tuesday night and the place is packed, a Monday night the place is packed. We're like, What's going on here? Well, that's what happens when you shut things down for 14 months and people are going nuts right but by end of july august as all these bands started now if you can start looking at some of the major venue areas the bands are booking again and they're coming through the national bands and all of a sudden what was going to be different in my opinion now it's all back to normal because these venues certain venues are seeing the money come in like up it's back to normal let get as much yeah. as we can, yeah. right? Because yeah. because at any time things can be shut down. So who's paying the price? It's all the local bands that are trying to be support. Yep. You know, again, we're, yep. so in an essence, where you thought some stuff was going to get better, I don't know. I I, I'm, I I think it just may get even worse, and you're going to kill some bands. And of course, listen, there's always new crop of bands we talked about. It. There's always going to be a band that steps up and go, I'll pay that, I'll do that. I'll do this, you know, where other bands like been there, done that, not going to do it again type of thing.
1: I think also, too, that, uh, you know, another issue that will be faced with. And again, this doesn't matter if you're, you know, for the vaccine, against the vaccine. I'm just kind of laying out there because it is pretty black and white that there are some. With some ticket agents, you know, they're not allowing bands that are unvaccinated to tour or, you know, play their venue like they want, you know, whatever, you know, whatever ticket, you know, whatever ticket buyer or ticket seller, rather, you know, whatever company it is, whether it's Live Nation or AEG or, you know, the big ones, you know, they're putting a they're putting a thing where, you know, they're trying to book bands that, you know, have been vaccinated, you know, that you could run in issues, too, because, maybe you have a band member or two that doesn't believe in the vaccine now again this isn't this isn't about anti or for the vaccine this isn't what we're talking about we're just talking about the the future of the music business but what's going to happen is you know you're going to see bands touring with you know you're going to see bands touring with members that uh can't tour or don't want to because of the you know because of the rules and um that could hurt too Because, you know, you're going to go see your favorite band, you know, again, we're talking about, you know, on a higher level than you and I, you're going to go see your favorite band and there could be a person or two missing because, uh, you know, because of the, you know, the the vaccine rules or the, you know, the rules and regulations of that um, ticket
0: broker that you have to go through to see those, those acts. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to have it with people coming to see the band, too, the audience. Um, yeah, I had yeah. seen Judas Priest before uh, Richie's incident situation. You know, actually, it was the beginning of the tour. And you had to either show, as you know someone coming you know in the audience, show either proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test within 72 hours of the show. So you had a lot of that. But what I seen was not a full arena there should have been more people in my opinion did, at that did show they really did did they check you with the, the door they, they did check yes they did check did they? then no. they they and they the funny thing is is well, i don't know if it was funny they let everybody know four days four or five days before the show it was decided and, and if you bought a ticket you were sent an email saying this was the case They didn't tell you to that night, and most people didn't know, unless you were kind of walking around the place, that they actually had a testing facility right there, and they would have gave you an instantaneous result. It didn't cost you anything. But I had talked to some people that night in the crowd. You know, we were talking. Everybody's talking about pretty much the same thing. Um, One lady, she was running out of time. She spent $115 to get a test so she could get to the show. So not only did she pay but she's going to have it there. Yeah, that was some pretty hefty tickets by the end of when she was done.
1: Yeah. Cause and she, I don't even think the tickets were 100 bucks. No,
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> so she was she was a little bummed out and like I said the the row that we were sitting in, it was just us and then two people sitting next to me. So we and there was half a row filled behind us. So we were able to move around and it was like that throughout and I think that putting some of these restrictions on and again, it's not are the restrictions good? Aren't they good? Does it make a difference? Right, right, You're just going to have people decide, hey, you know what? That's just too much for me to do. It's yeah. not worth it. I'll just stay home, right? And if they're yeah. doing that for the larger bands, think about what they're going to do for the local or regional bands. Ah, I'm, I'm not missing anything, right? right? It's not like... Right, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And some of them are, you know, here today, gone tomorrow type of thing, so bands. And bands are like that. You... One band, because listen, during after twenty twenty, there's a lot of bands that have disappeared. Like you're not, they're gone now. Whether they and I've been seeing in the last couple months, a lot of bands have said, "Listen, we've decided to pack it in. You know, we just can't seem to get the momentum back." Or you know, a lot of people. And then there's of course the flip side where you had that percentage of bands. um, And Chris, I know you know you were doing it as well. They stayed busy by they just they were writing and they were getting yeah. involved in projects and stuff like so if you couldn't do live stuff you were doing what artists should be doing as well is writing and creating music right honing your yep. craft and then you know what we've experienced this year is an onslaught of brand new music from everybody and their mother everybody. and yeah. so much so that the media the online media is so far behind some bands aren't even getting pressed because it's like so yeah. much stuff is coming in every so, day yeah. If you get in, like, say you get in before 7 a.m., yeah, you get out there. If you get in after 7 a.m., it's a hit or miss. You may not get yep. it at all. I've had yep. several yep. press releases go out throughout the year for things that I'm working on. Some got top billing here, and then others I went out, like, did we, Did worried. anybody send anything? Because yeah, there was nothing, you know, yeah. and then, you know, so and a couple of times I joked, I go, man, it must have been a slow news day because we got some press today. Like some of the press came in, you know, <laughs> so, you know, but there's so I've talked to so many people and I, I had it myself with the interviews. I had so many interviews that I was that the schedule was like I was just booking booked up so much that some interviews didn't come out until weeks, even months later. Because there was so much material for people to get to. And it's still like that. Now, they did say, and this is just within the last couple of weeks, that things are starting to kind of get back on track. Like like the online media is getting mm-hmm. a handle on it the best that they mm-hmm. can. But it's constant, man. There's so much new... I mean, there's like... Not only is there new material from bands that already exist, there's so many new bands just popping out. Popping up, yep. You, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. So it's just it's an onslaught of that but the sad thing is is like you were saying there's just not enough places for everybody to play and uh, some of these places they're already booked up far in advance because like far um, in advance yeah and I'm not even sure how some of these bands got were able to do that like like either you know somebody on the inside or whatever but it's like it again it's a whole new realm here and you're just trying to find you know before you used to be able to get some some notice, but you notice what's happening now. Shows are being announced immediately because everybody's just trying to book as much as they can yep. and whatever's yep. open. Yeah, I mean, there's even some venues that some of the some national acts—they're not even regular venues. They're just like picking some place in a town that somebody's get like renting a hall, and then all of a sudden, that that's a place that they're playing. You know what I mean? You
1: know, it, it, it's funny you said that because I saw a flyer come across my uh, eye slate yesterday. A bunch of uh, like big name death metal bands and they're playing this place that seeds played you know during well you know kind of coming out of the quarantine era of 2020 and i'm thinking my god that place is so small so i really think they were just like oh listen we you know We'll need it. We'll take the payday, and, you know, it'll be where it'll be. And I'm like, oh, my God, these bands in this place, they have no idea what they're in for. Yeah, they're so, just you know, trying to, just you know what, what just, you said, they're just trying to they're get,
0: Yeah, they're getting some dates on the schedule, trying to yep, get some numbers, yep. on, the, you know, on the books, yep. and trying to make up for, I mean, really, what are we doing? We're trying to make up for lost time. And the second quarter, beginning of third quarter, bands have been able to do what they, they do. They get out there. They're starting yeah, to do so. Yeah. So everybody's trying to finish off strong. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, again, going back to that Priest concert, I mean, it was a great show. The people that were there were having a great time. Like I said, it wasn't as packed as I thought it would be, especially like the last time that I seen Priest, the last couple times i seen Priest, unfortunately. But I think they made it harder for people to get there, which again, if they gave ample time, not four or five days, I think that it would have been a better turnout or some people would just said, okay, I'll make the effort. It's not that big of a deal, you know, because it's not that big of a deal. If it's something you really want to do, you'll make the the effort to do it. Everybody was having a great time. So I think it's doable and you're seeing big bands getting out. Kiss is back on the road. They're doing... You look at some of them. I mean, there's... Every day that they play, the next day, they either have a snippet from the show or somebody's posting something. And those places are packed. I don't know if they're sold out, but I'm just saying... There's, you know, which goes against what, you know, in my opinion, like, you know, they're being we're being told that we need to have a virtual Thanksgiving and they're not sure if we should get together for Christmas. But we're having football games and we're having, you know, concerts and stuff. And it just kind of doesn't make sense because you're doing one thing here, but not another thing here. And then who's caught in the middle? Well, the audience is caught in the middle, right? The regular people, the artist is caught in the middle. And it makes moving forward very difficult at times. I think also too, you know,
1: we we run into speaking about you know the pre-show, and I was thinking about a couple of shows that just passed through you know our area here in in Philly. You know, all these rescheduled shows. You know, sometimes right. these these tours have to reschedule, and maybe there there could be a, a a good percentage of people
0: that can't go to that makeup date. Well, guess what? Now those tickets are gone. Some of these ticket holders haven't that you know when something's been canceled or postponed or whatever no date has been given is in a sense and no refund opportunity some of them can't get refunded until the band either comes up with a date or completely says we're not doing it so what happens is is that m- ticket money sits in escrow and makes those companies a ton of money on interest. Now, again, money. I realize that, you know, the interest rates aren't that great, but the thing is, is it's a cumulative thing, right? It's a compounding yeah. of all these people that are holding tickets nationwide without any dates. Well, listen, that company companies, they're making money by doing nothing, just holding out, yeah. waiting and, Nobody gets that money. It doesn't go to the bands, it doesn't go to the, you know, back to the people. It's not donated to charity. John Bon Jovi doesn't get to use it for his little restaurants. <laughs> right? That money goes into the pocket of, you know, of these things. So, even within the the chaos, these guys figure out a way to make money. It's, they're like bank the bankers of the music business. <laughs>
1: You are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini
0: and Mick Michaels. But listen, you know, again, we've got to take our experience and we have to continue to move forward. If this is what we're going to do, we have to keep moving forward. We have to toe the line, whether it's just for ourselves, our local scene, you know, our, our peers, whatever the case may be you know, for the longevity of it so that it will survive. Because if it doesn't, and people just start kind of falling to the wayside, and after a couple years, there's less and less people doing it, that may be a positive, actually. I'm just going to throw it out there, play devil's advocate. It brings back the time when, you know, there may have been 20 bands in the area, and seven of them were good, and three of them were stellar, and the first two got signed. Do you know what I mean? Instead of, there are 10,000 bands in the area... If we use our experience to move forward, maybe, like I said, retooling some of what we're doing and make some new solid relationships, we can at least build to this new norm. Give yourself a fighting chance. Don't just sit dormant and say, I'm going to keep doing things the way I did before. Well, listen, if, if we go back in time, but prior to 2020, things weren't that great either. People weren't coming out the venues, ticket prices were going out the roof, and, you know, everybody, it was just, it just was getting to be a nightmare. So, yeah. my hope was, is that this, like you said, this resetting would give people a new perspective and say, hey, let's bring it back to the artist a little bit. And I think there was a lot of that hope, but I don't know if we're seeing it yet. I don't know. No, I, I don't, I don't. I guess I see it in, in
1: certain things, but not in everything. I, you know, it's just like, I mean, listen, man. We've been through this a million times. You and I have been doing this so long. We've seen this, the, the scene has changed a million times. Now, obviously, we're at a time where that's never happened before, at least in our lifetime. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll never happen for, you know, the younger generation behind us. I don't know, man. I You know, th- the one thing I will say uh, to put it like you had done earlier, put a positive spin on it. I did learn a lot about. How to do things differently in this downtime that I, maybe I never would have looked at before, or you know, hell, even just conversations with you and listening to you, and and uh, you know, even doing the show and and learning how you do things, and you know, there there are ways that maybe I never thought of before, and I go, oh, you know, let me try that. And if it wasn't for that downtime or that quote unquote reset, then uh, you know, then maybe I wouldn't have gone and done different things that i've never done before
0: yeah when it first happened and we you know we were forced to can the tour and come back from the uk it's really bummed out i was like man this is you know um, and we kind of muddled around for about two weeks and i know that doesn't sound like a long time because in retrospect it really isn't but you come back and everything's shut down and you're not sure what's happening and you're basically almost not allowed out of the house and when you did go you know because basically it was like stay at home stay in place only go out if you need to and at times that i did go i was like a ghost town it was just odd people yeah. are looking at you weird yeah. and, you know and i was like what are we gonna do Every, everything i worked for is like you know so maybe two weeks maybe three weeks i don't know it was something like that but at the point it seemed forever and finally i said look I, 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 This is not me. I can't do this, right? I got all this stuff at home. I've this, you know, whatever the case may be. I've learned how to do a lot on my own. Let's just keep this rolling. Let's not look at what we lost, but look at what we have and what we can gain from that. Let's take, like you said, take this new perspective. And I just started, like, I I wasn't sure where I was going to go, but I'm like, well, let's do what we know how to do. We start writing and we start doing this. And from there, other things spawned. Including this this podcast, this spawn yeah, during yeah. you know during the shutdown, I was like, hey, listen, we gotta let people know. In my opinion, you know, there are other ways of doing it. You don't have to get locked in. You just gotta, you just gotta get creative, you know, and you just gotta believe and do it. And even if they tell you you can't do it anyway, I mean, I've I've done plenty of that. I've learned what I've learned to appreciate is what you can do for yourself, and. That's not to say that everything that I do is right or the greatest, because it's far from not. I mean, I, I just throw a lot of different things at the wall, and then I try to play down the things that didn't work out well and try to keep the other things going, because that's what promotion is, right? Nobody wants—if you want positivity, you can't be putting up like, hey, this album failed, anybody, you know, and I want to talk about it. That, that may work when you're at the higher echelon, but not for right, everybody right, else. You have to keep the positive out there. But I found that you have to kind of rely on yourself first before you can rely on other people. Because, as you've seen, people have disappeared. People that you thought maybe were solid connections didn't become solid or didn't maintain or stay solid connections. So you needed to, when it was just you, what are you going to do? Well, i got to learn to create fire on my own. Fire! Fire! Right. You know what I mean? Fire. And, you know, yeah, I mean, so you had to like, OK, well, I can't I got to do it myself. I got to do this myself. I got to do this myself. And you learned a lot and you, you take a chance and, and you you feel better about it at the end. And uh, I see that as part of the reset. And I hope a lot of people were able to pick up on that, you know, during the shutdown and and what was what you're capable of, because we're capable of more than what we realize or more than what people will tell us. Because there's oh, yeah. people that will never tell you because they want to keep you down. Because this is very competitive. I, I recently seen a post, somebody was complaining about, oh, they're, like, I guess in their area, thankfully, which is fantastic, they actually had every venue that they had, I think it was maybe four venues, maybe five, a couple different sizes, all of them are booked at the same time. And they had competing shows, I guess, within the same genre. And the one booker was complaining, like, hey, we kind of got to get on a page here because what we're doing is we're actually killing the scene, right? Yeah. And yeah. somebody yeah. got on and, and was saying, hey, listen, you know, the thing is, is we got to we gotta be less competitive and all this stuff. Well, the guy that keeps talking about that to being less competitive, it's a competitive game. It's a competitive market. If you spend so much time with everybody else, you're not spending enough time on you. Right. You didn't put your oxygen mask on first. So your stuff isn't going to survive. Your stuff has to be solid. Right. You want to extend that to somebody else. Yeah. There's different ways of doing it. That doesn't mean that you have to promote them a hundred times as much as you're promoting yourself. That would be counterproductive. You don't see Coke. Pushing Pepsi and Pepsi pushing Coke and McDonald's pushing Burger King and so on and so forth. No, you push your product. That's your brand. I get that. There's nothing wrong with that. This country's built on that. Capitalism is not a bad word. It's been used or misused. And sometimes the methods which people choose to create that is maybe not so morally, ethically correct. However, there's a lot of growth. There's a lot of opportunity in capitalism. That's why we're here. We're doing what we're doing. We have the opportunity to share our music and share it in such a way that could make us unique compared. I mean, there's so many genres and subgenres and subgenres of subgenres just because people are creating a niche. So that's capitalism in itself. Whether you agree with it or not, I'm not really all excited about the subgenres. It gets to be so damn confusing. I just like heavy metal. That's it. But I was told that that heavy metal isn't what I think heavy metal is or what it used to be. (laughs) Whatever. I get it. Okay, I'm old. But you can create more if you rely on yourself first and then surround yourself with people that are helping you or providing things that you're not capable of providing right that's yep. a good engineer well this structure needs this and this structure here needs to make this you may not be using the same structure every place but you're building a framework that's sustainable and we've talked about that before right unfortunately what happened with 2020 and the shutdown things beyond our control Beyond our, the pandemic was beyond our control, right? We didn't have any, any control, in a sense, as individuals, as artists, to stop the spread of this virus. On, then on top of that, because we're not in a position of ruling a nation, we had no control there either. But what we did have control of is what we do, how we respond to it, and what we do from that point forward. Some people took the reins and took off with it. Other people's just people's, they just parked the horse and they walked away, and that horse died because it was tied up to a post and didn't get any water. And as I move forward, I'm relying on the experience that I've built all these years to at least give me the discernment that, okay, I'm not going to repeat this, and maybe this wasn't really working that well. If I'm honest with myself, maybe this wasn't working that well. And the one thing that I've come to learn through all this is I don't want to spend my time with or deal with people that are just going to put me in a bad place. Yep, exactly. And it just isn't worth it because at any time, all of it could be taken away. And if we didn't pick that up from what happened in 2020, then everybody missed the boat. Yeah. Everybody missed the boat. Everybody's still seeing, you know. And that means... Moment to moment, enjoy what you have, make the most out of it, surround yourself with the things that you want to do and what you're passionate about, what you enjoy, as well as the people. Surround yourself with people. That's why I got Chris here. You know what I mean? Not because I like the way he <laughs> shaves his beard, though. It's not too bad. I like, it's, I'm kind of curious. I like to see how he does that in person. But you know what I mean? I want to surround myself with people that are uplifting, inspiring, both for my craft and just life in general. And if this reset with new, you know, learning... Because, listen, there's a lot of bookers I didn't want to deal with anymore. I just I figured, you know, I'm never playing... I don't want to play there anymore. Maybe my loss, cutting off my nose to spite my face, like my mother used to say. But it was just like, you know what I mean? I got to pick and choose. Got to pick and choose. I Do I want to do a show where I'm completely miserable and angry and, and like, why am I doing this, why me, why me type of thing? Or am I going to do something where, you know... I've met a couple new bookers they are just like phenomenal people. Now, you know, maybe they're putting on airs. Maybe they're not. But again, I'm at discernment from my experience. I'm saying this isn't so bad. Again, if I deliver what I, I promise on and they deliver what they promise on, then it's a good night. I'm not asking for the keys to the Ferrari or their house. I'm just asking people to deliver on the promises that they give me and I will do in kind. Right. Yep. If yep. that's what the new norm is supposed to be. Sign me up and use Chris's credit card.
1: (laughs) No, man, listen, I agree, bro. You know, like you had said, if we didn't learn anything out of this, you have to look at it. You know, don't waste any more time. Record that song. Do that show. You know, get that shirt done. Whatever it may be. Don't put anything off because as we all have, you know, if you took advantage of it before, you're definitely not in the right state of mind if you if you just let it go now because, you know, COVID really kind of taught us that in, in the drop of a hat, everything's done, like everything just everything. shut down and it's over.
0: Yep. Agreed.
1: So, you know, now is the kind of day, like you said, and I, I agree. I love to surround myself with people who are, you know, happy doing what they're doing, enjoying what they're doing and being supportive and not, uh, you know, not being all rah, rah, rah you know miserable about it and uh you know and that that's definitely one thing that i learned also
0: absolutely i agree i agree 100 percent. all right i think you know again we gave a pretty good analysis based on our experience maybe some projections you know some predictions i don't know did we get anywhere i'm not sure but i think we gave some food for thought we left it on a positive so i think that's Mm -hmm. a plus you have to leave things on a positive because if you leave it on a negative you're not going anywhere I mean that's it, right. you know, no, you have to and believe me I've been there I've been there I you know I surround you know not that I went out and said I'm going to surround myself with negative people but you fall into a, a click clique you fall into and you you know a yeah. routine a rut and you don't realize yeah. it and all of a sudden you know you're doing the same thing and you're nowhere different than you were a year before well I'll tell you what even though things have changed and it's still tough I'm not in the same place that I was a year ago to me that's a step forward it's different but I'm back out and playing. I'm setting up some tours. I'm already looking to 2022. I've recorded a lot of music. Whether you like it, you don't like it, you know about it, you don't, you care, you don't, it doesn't make a difference. I released a lot of music. You re- recently released an album. You've done yeah. videos, you're out there, you're doing shows. You're doing, you're making good on the things that you do.
1: Yeah, and that's man. yeah. And have that's, to. Have that's to.
0: you know what I mean? Because we're not going to be in the same place tomorrow or next year. And if you are, you got to reconsider everything you're doing. Yep. That's that's yep. it. That's right, 100. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. I think we covered it. All right. I think we covered. It. I, think I I pretty much said
1: everything that I had planned on saying. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. All right. If you like this episode, check out some of our other episodes at www.thecosmicvoice.com. Don't be afraid to step into the cosmic verse. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more.
1: Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week.
0: You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.